Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for the previews to start in a movie theater. Hey, you want anything? Popcorn? Soda? No, nothing? This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Hello, my friends. It's Andy at the Andy Falco Show, coming to you live from California. It is now seven thirty-one. I just realized I had I I realized that I had the wrong graphic up. Gosh darn it! I didn't switch it out. I've been um, cooking dinner, but also researching and trying to find some stats. But you know, sometimes it's hard to find certain stats. Uh, Google has real and, and Facebook and Twitter and all of them make it very difficult to uh, get supportive information, uh, even though I know it exists. Uh, that is to the benefit of the Republican Party, conservatives, Donald Trump, what have you. It doesn't matter. If it benefits, it uh, becomes a little bit more difficult to find. So I found myself doing other stuff other than making sure my graphics are ready. So sorry about that. I hope that wasn't confusing to you. But we are going to be talking about how, uh, in fact, more children are being killed by gunfire than by the COVID-19. And yet... We're hearing way more about COVID-19 and how our kids can't go back to school and how we can't go back to restaurants and we can't sing at church, but people can riot, right? That That's way more important to talk about than all the children that are being killed, all the adults that are being killed in Democratic-run communities, Democrat-run communities. Um, and so we're going to be talking about that just a little bit tonight. All right. Um, let me go ahead and get to uh, the sponsors uh, that uh, are going to help me continue to do shows like this. I'm going to talk about something else in regard to my shows, but uh, let me get your make sure you get the happy coffee. Happy coffee is fantastic. Um, I have begun to lose weight ever since I started drinking happy coffee. And then there's another drink that comes uh, from the same company called uh, Zest. It's fantastic. Both of them I've been taking for the last three weeks. I've lost in the neighborhood right around 10 to 11 pounds. Today I went back up. After the 4th of July weekend, <laughs> I'm not afraid to tell you that a couple of ribs, a couple of burgers over at my friend Vinny's house, um, I may have put out another uh, pound. Uh, and so I went in reverse for a couple of days. But holidays are over. I'm going to get back on it. Went back to the gym today. So, uh, But taking today's happy coffee has seemed, uh, it allows me to easier uh, do intermittent fasting, which I've been doing for the last three years. Uh, and now I do it like it's a piece of cake. I didn't eat my first meal until like three or four o'clock <laughs> today. Uh, and so I know there's people that are saying, that, you know, you got to eat food, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, okay. But anyway, intermittent fasting has really seemed to have done a, a, a wonderful thing for me. Uh, today's CBD oil is uh, the CBD product that's made by Vasail. It's, uh, Vasail is one of the top 50 healthcare companies in the world. This is the shirt that I have that we support our troops. Uh, if you're a veteran, you actually get a discount. Uh, I think you get to join for free. Uh, to be a brand partner and you uh, get discounts on many of the products. So uh, if you're a veteran, that's a great thing to uh, to get a, to be a part of uh, with the sale. But you can get CBD, especially if you have um, 
uh, depression, um, PTSD, uh, anxiety. Uh, I have all I have all those things from a couple of shootings I was in and some things that I experienced as a police officer for 21 years over at the city of Anaheim. And um, coincidentally, so I, since I started taking CBD and some of the other great products, all gone. All right. Uh, and then today's Viseo, which is all the other wellness products. So we have two different websites. The reason being CBD is still a little controversial and they don't, uh, don't want to have a, an issue that if the CBD gets taken down, it won't take down the rest of the company's uh, products. So go to todaysviseo.com. All right. Visit those sites. I'd really appreciate it. All right, let's get started. And we're going to talk about this, uh, this really weird thing in our world right now of the United States of America that for some reason, um, it just doesn't really seem, hey, William, nice to see you. You're in Puerto Rico. Nice. Do you live there now or are you just visiting on vacation? Uh, good to know. Hey, Amy, nice to see you. Diane, uh, vote red. Yes, for sure. Um, but there's this really weird thing going on that... Um, <sighs> The Democratic Party, the liberal media, Black Lives Matter, that it's more important to disavow the United States of America and all that we've done over the last hundred, couple hundred years that we've been around. Every country that we've helped, every person that we brought out of poverty, every program that we have that helps people. Uh, are we perfect? No, but there is no country like ours. And somehow in the last it seems like overnight, right? I, I, I don't want to even say the last three and a half years since Donald Trump's been president. It really has been in the last several weeks that suddenly every American who is American and not Democrat or liberal because they're completely separate. I don't know where they're from, but Americans who love America, we are suddenly, no matter if we're black, Mexican, Asian, white, um, Italian, what else is there? I don't know. Uh, Jewish that if we're American and believe in what America stands for, that we are white supremacists. And again, it doesn't matter whether you're black or Mexican, because apparently if you're a black police officer, you're a racist and you're a white supremacist. I, I've heard that uh, from some people. I've even heard it from, uh, you know, uh, the news media. Uh, if you are, if you're going to go to um, Mount Rushmore, if you're going to go visit, you know, some national uh, monument of some sort and you, uh, and you look forward to it, uh, uh, and look positively upon it, then you somehow are a racist. And again, we've seen them yelling at black people that they're that they're racist, that they're white supremacists, that they're Uncle Toms, that they're all these things, right? Uh, but it really seems like over the last couple of weeks, in particular, it has really become so good, oh, just so deep. Uh, in their hatred for the United States of America. They truly hate America. No longer is it Democrat and Republican. It is Americans versus everyone else. Uh, you, you can literally, and this is not, I'm not trying to be hyperbolic. I'm not trying to be, you know, what is it, clickbait that I got accused of doing the other day. It's None of that is what I'm trying to do right now. I am telling you that there are Americans, those that love America, what we stand for, uh, love uh, our, our history in spite of some of the things that may or may not be very good, that, but it's part of growth. It's part of becoming a country, right? Um, uh, sometimes uh, in relationships, in a marriage, in a boyfriend-girlfriend, in, in business, you make lots of mistakes as you are, as you are growing to be something great. Sometimes you make some bad mistakes. Uh, uh, you know, uh, you, you say some horrible things, like, you know, you say some horrible things to your spouse. You know, you do, you tend to do that to the people that you love, but that doesn't mean forever you're this horrible person. It means maybe for a moment in time, you did some things were, that were not fantastic. Now, killing people, um, enslaving them, those are pretty horrible things, but yet 
that was happening in our world, right? That had been happening in our world for a long. Whites had been slaves. Jews had been slaves. Um, uh, uh, Mexicans have been slaves, you know, um, and it's just that's part of our world history that it, it finally in many in most countries in this world, we've gotten past slavery. Right. And we happen to do it several hundred years ago. As a matter of fact, we lost hundreds, if not yeah, thousands, thousands of Americans in the war that helped us decide what this country was going to be, whether it was going to be a country that allowed slavery or a country that abolished slavery. Lost thousands of Americans in that fight. Is that not enough? Now, now suddenly being in front of the, 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 you know, Mount Rushmore is now white supremacy, right? Yet when there's a, there's a video when uh, Bernie Sanders was there and they were same CNN, I'm going to say CNN, CNN with Bernie Sanders, was saying how majestic it was and how wonderful the four men that were carved into the stone were, you know, for the history of the United States. When Bernie Sanders there, it was a fantastic place to be of our American heritage. These four great men who 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 were carved into stone that that in addition to being carved in stone, they carved out of the world a country that's not like any other country. When Bernie Sanders was there. Donald Trump goes there, white supremacist, Indian hater. <laughs> you know, like, wait a minute, it's the same place. How is it different? Because one person's there. What the hell is going on? Irish have been slaves, right? I mean, it, it's 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 in our world history, right? But we've learned it's not. I uh, I was never a slave owner, personally. I was a cop for 21 years. I there was no systemic racism in the in the city of Anaheim, Anaheim Police Department. Never did I ever experience that. So, and, and, and over long, I've trained cops all over the world, mostly in North America, in Canada, nor in the United States. Have I seen systemic racism? I investigate police officers for a living. I've done it for now 20 years. I have not found systemic racism in law enforcement. And my job is to investigate law enforcement. All this stuff is just bull. My, my son's right there, my six-year-old. <laughs> Bull Schlotzkys, right? It's not, it is so great. Over the last three or four weeks, we have become the most racist country in the world, according to the liberal media. Um, oh my gosh, yes, this is so crazy. It, it's funny, uh, and, I, and, I, and I, could, I shouldn't take the time to bring it up right now, but uh, a, a great YouTuber, uh, a, a black guy, a fantastic guy, uh, obviously a... Um, uh, a Republican or a conservative or whatever. Um, but he has CNN reporting on Donald Trump being at Mount Rushmore. And then they have uh, uh, um, Bernie Sanders. I don't know why I can't remember his name right now. Bernie Sanders at the same location, at the same spot. And the way they report it, completely different. Same same network. <laughs> reported completely differently. It is crazy. Hey, Don, John, Don Jordan, nice to see you. I'll follow you for your Facebook marketing and video production, not for your political views. All right. Well, then you don't have to follow me. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I wonder if the guy who called me an asshole last time is going to be on here. Um, I didn't tell you to follow me. You chose to follow me. All right. So um, we make choices. And there's there was a choice. All right. So we're going to come on. Um, and he obviously wasn't around when I was telling of the transition that this is something is very important. It's very important that all of us, um, no matter what it is we do, right? And I, I'm just going to speak to Don's uh, uh, comment here just really quick. I know he's gone, but that's okay. I'm not speaking to him uh, because he's, he's left. Um, but <laughs> when 
when we stay silent, when Americans stay silent about the destruction of our country, then we are um, facilitating the takeover of our country by those that are weak and stupid and weak in mind and have decided that policing is not necessary in our country, which is ridiculous that uh, having open borders is a preference uh, for us to be successful, which is obviously wrong. Sanctuary cities, releasing criminals uh, from prison before they've done their jail term uh, is totally ridiculous. Uh, ignoring that the 20 most criminal, uh, criminally infested shithole cities in our country are run by Democrats. Ignoring that and saying nothing about it is un-American. And so as I transition from being you know, this marketing guy, uh, teaching people how to do um, videos and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I have a platform. I have an opportunity to do something which I think is way more important than that, than doing my marketing. That if you choose, Don has chosen to say goodbye, which is fine. Um, I didn't feel it. <laughs> I didn't feel anything when I left. Um, and that's the price, I guess, is that I lose a couple. I've gained more friends more friend requests since I've been talking about the hypocrisy of the media, the hypocrisy of the Democrat Party, the uh, the the stupidity of those in charge. And since I have I've talked, and because I speak truth and facts, and I do my very best, I, I'd like to say that I've made very little mistakes, if any. I'm sure there's one that I made, but I haven't, can't think of one right now. Um, but And I've been right. I've had predictions. And every one of my predictions, I have been right. All right. And so I think I've done a fairly good job of being factual. This reminds me in uh, July 4th, I was at a friend's house. Now that I'm getting way off task here. I'm going to come back to my, my show in a minute. But it's super important when people like Don come on and say the things they do that I joined you and I followed because I don't care. <laughs> I don't care because I still do that. I still do. I still have the same uh, skills and I still have the same knowledge. It's just I have also uh, I have a a dedication. Why? Because I have five children mostly because I have five children. I would still do it if I didn't have any children, but really, it's really important because I have five children, six, nine, 12, 14, and 26. And if I stay silent, they will live in a, in a country that is no longer the, the America that I grew up in. They will live in something completely different, something very sad, something very dark, with crime running rapid, when they're letting out criminals, when they are, uh, 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 you know, attempting to take our, our guns from us when they're taking away our speech, our inability to say something without being canceled, right? They're, 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 they're canceling movies, they're canceling books, they're canceling um, uh, comedians that used to say things that may be on the, you know, the edge of, of, of racist, but in, in, you know, you got Chris Rock who used to say some really funny stuff in, in the black uh, comedy era when you could say things, right? It was funny. He was being funny. Black. There are more people, black people at his concert than any other uh, person, right? Uh, but that's all gone. That's all over. All this stuff is gone. I'm not saying that there has to be black communities talking about black humor, but we can talk about white humor, Mexican humor, Italian humor. It's all funny stuff because we don't take ourselves too seriously. We there's uh, Somebody was mentioned this the other day. When you take a blood test, you don't come back as American. Never. Right? When you take a DNA test, it never comes back as American. <laughs> you come back as something else. German, uh, East African, uh, West African, South African, um, uh, East uh, uh, European, Eastern European, all these other things. You don't come back as American. 
It, it, I've not seen it. I've never seen it, right? And so if we can't laugh at ourselves, man, I, you know, the, the, then, then the world is over. Um, uh, in gays and all these people, you know, uh, some of my friends that come over that are gay or whatever, I joke about their gayness all the time. I have people that are hefty and I talk about their weight all the time and they talk about me being gay or whatever, right? That we, what the hell happened to sense of humor and being able to talk, you know, with each other about who we are and what we're not and all that kind of stuff. It, it really has gone crazy, but I just want my children to grow up in a world that is not, have you ever seen more sad people than Democrats, liberals? Always they're angry, always they're fearful, always they're sad, right? Always they're victims, right? The biggest victims are the Democrats and liberals, biggest victims on the planet, always victimized. It's always somebody else's fault. They're the ones always being held down by the, by the man. They're always being held by, down by somebody else. I have not blamed anybody except for my ex-wife. I've never blamed anybody else for anything other than my ex-wife for uh, things that have gone wrong in my life. It's, it's my fault. It really is my fault for anything that's gone wrong, right? Even the, the failure of the marriage isn't solely her fault. A lot of it's my fault. There's something that we could have done, something that we could have done differently when we were dating, maybe chose not to get married. Sadly, I wouldn't have the fantastic kids that I have. They're amazing. There's a reason why I have these kids. I am not sure what it is, but, um, but for somewhere I failed. I failed. I failed my children, right? It's not anybody else's fault. I'm not a victim. I recover. I learn from my mistakes. I try hard. I work hard. If I had to fail, I had to fail. I had a 500 employee business where I was in charge. I had police cars, had police dogs, had 20 police bicycles, had people working at Comic-Con and all these other kinds, right? The company just one day completely failed. Whose fault was it? A little bit of management. Who selected the management? I did, <laughs> right? I did. So it's my fault. I'm not a victim. I never have been a victim. I don't want my children to grow up to think that they're victims. They could surely be victims of divorce, right? They could. I'm teaching them not to be. I'm teaching them, hey, listen, you have a great opportunity here. You got two different houses. You know, who knows who your mom's going to marry? I may find somebody someday. <laughs> and, you know, we now have a lot of other opportunities, right? We have opportunities now to learn from multiple people, not just two people. It's not the best thing. It would have been better if we were together. It would have been better if we would have stayed together. They would have learned how to keep a marriage together. That would have been way, way better. But now we have a different opportunity. It's just a different opportunity. And that's what I want them to learn. And here they're watching me. They, they sometimes sit in front of here and listen to me speak. And I wanted, I, we were at church. We had a great church. And if you haven't seen, I'm going to play it again tonight. I play the, the service from this weekend from the church that I went to, the Calvary church I go to in Chino Hills. Amazing. Uh, Jack uh, Hibbs, an amazing sermon about America and the history of America and God in our country, right? And I want them to learn these things. Not learn from what they're hearing on CNN or MS, what they don't, because we don't watch it. <laughs> but unfortunately, Fox plays a lot of it. I go, oh, man, you have to play that. Um, and so that is why I do this. As uh, my daughter is walking through the room, I don't, I don't stop talking. I don't, I don't, listen, I don't want her to hear anything because this is not really true. No, it's true. Everything that I'm telling you is true. Everything that I've said uh, up until this time and all my shows is, is, is the best of my ability. I found factual supporting information so that when I talk, when I say things, it's all based on fact. All right, let's get back to the show. I hope that made all sense. And so when Don comes on and says, I used to like, I don't care <laughs> because this is what I have. I have to do this. I must do this. I'm not going to be silent. 
I have the opportunity. I have the ability to do what I'm doing. Now, really quick before I leave this point is that the, the videos from about two or three weeks ago consistently were getting 8,000, 15,000 views based on all the platforms. I'm on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And somewhere in the neighborhood, about 15,000, I think was my highest. And they kind of waver between 8,000 and 15,000. Overnight, literally overnight, I went down to 200 views. <laughs> yeah. 200 views. How do you go from 15,000 views consistently? Okay, let's say 7,000 views just to be on the, the medium, uh, consistently down to 200. People are trying to silence you, and I'm not going to be silenced. I'm going to continue. I don't care. I don't care. So if you could s s share this out uh, to if you feel uh, if you can can feel comfortable enough to do this, share it out to all all the people you can because I'm apparently being canceled. All right, I'm going to play a video because it's going to lead into everything else. And I it, again. Um, you know, a 30 minute show is now going to turn into an hour show, but I'm going to play, um, a videotape, a videotape, I'm a recording of, uh, 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 the white house briefing where Kaylee, hold on. I gotta get rid of this lower third. Sorry. Uh, bah, bah, bah. there we go. Um, at the end of the press conference where she got just like the stupidity of these they're not even reporters. The people that are in this room, the people that are in the press room, they're not press. They're not reporters. I don't know who they are. Um, they are simply liberal hacks who asked her the same question over and over again. The same question six different times, six different ways about uh, what's the guy's name? The NASCAR guy. I completely closed off NASCAR. Now I was watching NASCAR. I went to a NASCAR race before COVID-19. I will not return. Uh, to another NASCAR race, nor NFL football. Um, I'm not a boycotter. I don't do that, but I just choose to make my choices. I'm not, I'm not going to put my money into the NASCAR, nor I'm going to put it into the NFL. I've never, I, I hate baseball and basketball. I've not watched for several years. Uh, hockey is the only sport for me. Um, but um, they asked about, you know, this news thing and that he tweeted uh, that Donald Trump had a tweet this morning, which uh, again, who cares? Who cares? How do you spend an hour at a press conference talking about one thing? One stupid tweet, which if you listen to, she explained that she, he's just saying, what the hell? Did you apologize? I mean, you, you, there's all this uproar. You're crying, right? You're all this stuff. Uh, well, and do you think, wait, hold on. I'm going to go back to my screen here. Do you think for one second, and I can't remember his name. I don't know why. <laughs> Somebody can say it. The, the guy, the racer, the NASCAR racer. Um, uh, not Boomer. I keep wanting to say Boomer, but it's not Boomer. Um, anyway, that he... You think for one second, as he said, well, I never saw the thing. Listen, this is the biggest story, right? During a time when the, the writing was at its height, the writing was at its height, and people were saying that white people were all racist. And you're going to tell me that based on a, a, I don't know, a guy that turns bolts of some sort, I'm not sure, um, a guy that uh, uh, bubble off. Thank you. Gosh, I could not remember his name. I, mean, I want to say Booker T. Washington, but because I was stuck with that, I didn't want to say that because that would have been racist if I would have said it. Thank you, Chuck. Um, if he would have um, uh, that during the that he never saw this noose, right? Nobody. That's what he's. That's what he's claiming that he never saw it. That is somebody else brought it up, and it wasn't me. It was this other person who brought it up. Do you really think? All this happened the way that they're laying. It, we know that it did not. We know that it did not. That it was a move. That it was an opportunity they saw to make something out of nothing. 
right? It's just like uh, everything else. Just like everything, just like the the Russian thing with the uh, the bounty on the on the soldiers' heads. At, at what point did you not think that soldiers in Iran, Afghanistan, Iraq, Syria, uh, not Iran, but wherever, uh, were not being targeted to be killed? Did that? Did you- <laughs> What? Did you not know that Russia was our enemy? Did you not know that Iran is our enemy? Did you not know that China is our enemy? Really, truly, even though we're talking to them and trying to get deals, they're always going to be our enemy, at least as far as they're going to be our enemy. Thank you, uh, William. I appreciate that. Um, But uh, it's the same thing. Like, really? You're going to spend hours on this subject matter when you know that there's so much intelligence coming through the White House that you can't keep it up with it all, that you have to pare it down to stuff that's actually credible. You, really, you don't know this as a, as a, as a uh, just an idiot, right? As an idiot would know <laughs> that, that the story is just so, bull, such bull shot, right? Nancy Pelosi coming on saying the things that she did. She's a, a moron too. All right, let's listen to Kaylee. And so she's been asked all these questions, all this stuff. And we know that over the weekend, right? You know, over the weekend that in Chicago, New York, um, Minneapolis, Atlanta, people have been shot. Children have been shot and killed. People, it's been, it's uh, shooting every 10 minutes, probably, if you were to take all those cities. It's like shooting after shooting after shooting. They're defunding the police. They're, they're thinking about dismantling police. And now people are gone nuts. Right in these cities, the criminals—they've let criminals out of prisons, right? They—they uh, they got these uh, sensors, uh, you know, ankle monitors that they have to wear that do no good. Nobody's really caring or monitoring these ankle monitors, right? And they're going around, and the, these criminals that went in for shooting somebody are now coming out and shockingly shooting people, right? And all that is happening. They're more worried about Bubba Wallace and what did or didn't happen, and about uh, Confederate flags. They're more concerned about that. And yet, and then Kaylee calls him out on it. Here we go. One second. And finally, I'd end with this. You know, I was asked probably 12 questions about the Confederate flag. Uh, This president's focused on action. And I'm a little dismayed that I didn't receive one question on the deaths that we got in this country this weekend. I didn't receive one question about New York City shootings doubling for the third straight week. And over the last seven days, shootings skyrocket by 142%. Not one question. I didn't receive one question about five children who were killed. And I'll leave you with this remark by a dad. It broke my heart. A dad of an eight-year-old lost in Atlanta this weekend. They say Black Lives Matters. You killed a child. She didn't do nothing to nobody was his quote. We need to be focused on securing our streets, making sure no lives are lost because all Black Lives Matter, that of David Dorn and that of this eight-year-old girl. Thank you. Damn. Finally, I didn't let that. Oh, kill that. And so that really is, she just really, she's amazing. <laughs> she, she is so amazing. I mean, she's so prepared every time. And really, the press is pretty, um, uh, you know, um, uh, transparent, right? And predictable as to what it is they're going to have. So uh, she's still brilliant. I'm not saying that she's not brilliant, but they are pretty predictable and they're already pretty transparent on who they are. Uh, and who, you know who they who they are representing? They're re- representing the left, uh, the lunatic left is what, who they're representing. But she's prepared every time, and she knows when to leave. She knows she waited and waited, and she probably said, "Man, they, 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 of course they didn't ask about that. Of course they're more because." And there, there's an aspect of me that knows that Trump actually also sets them up. I know that he does it on, and I will see it. I see when he does it. 
And I go, dude, you know, they're going to come back. This is going to be their main story. And I think that he kind of giggles when he sends out a tweet. And then later on, he says, no, I meant what I said. Right. And I, he's he's brilliant. He is brilliant. I don't care what they say. You can call me an ass. You can call me whatever you want. But he's brilliant because I see him doing it. Now, there are times where I think, oh, why did you say that? Could you have not? It was so good. The speech on uh, the 3rd of July was his best speech ever. It was fantastic. It was, it was a fan. It was a, if you're American, I don't care who you are. If you listen to that speech, you go, man, I love America. America is fantastic. And then you have this day where she says, what about these kids? What about these kids? These are, this is just a picture of um, four of these kids. These are little kids shot in the head, shot through the chest, you know, just uh, uh, sweet kids that probably, you know, some of the, I think there was one kid, I'm not sure if he's pictured here, but his dream was to be in the NFL, right? And, and you just think, wow, what could have ha- what could have been done by these children if they would have got out of that shithole that they lived in? Some of them are in New York, some are in Chicago, some were in Atlanta, I, I think. Um, th- and there's, there's more. But I really thought about it today when I was thinking about what am I going to talk about tonight? And I was, as I was listening to the news and all the things was going on, and I thought, I go, you know what? We're learning about all these children, and I don't even know. I don't. The number I, I should have maybe tried a little bit harder and earlier to try to find the number, but I know I could think of maybe twenty children. And when I say children, it's not all fourteen or because there's a there was one kid in uh, Chazistan. He was nineteen years old, but yet he was mentally disabled, right? So his his brain function was that of a child, and and other other 17 year olds and 14 year olds and um, even 21 year olds and their children just getting started in, in life. And you can really look and you probably a number of these kids, probably hundreds of kids in this demographic. Yeah. in this age group um, have been killed by gunfire. Right. And nothing's being done. Nothing's being said. I mean, we're saying it. I, I we hear Donald Trump saying it and we see uh, here a few conservatives, Dan Bongino talks about it. There's like five of us <laughs> they're talking about then all of you, but nobody like Black Lives Matter incorporated, none of the Democrats. Finally, the Atlanta mayor, I think, came on and said something today. She talked about how this has got to end. Well, you, how long have you been in power? How long have you been the mayor of that city? What have you done? That is your city. Donald Trump has to ask to come into your city to help you out. Now, you can't blame him. You can't blame uh, Pence. You can't blame who can you can't blame who? What have you done? She's like, I'm doing new. Well, this has got to stop. Well, what are you doing? Not one time this chick who's trying to be vice president of the United States. Did she ever say, well, I'm going to put these programs into place. That's what we're going to do. We're going to increase law enforcement. We're going to increase patrols in these areas. We're going to take detectives and put them undercover in these areas where, you know, nothing was a plan. It was a, you got to stop shooting people. Really? Do you think any of these people are watching this, this news conference? What? Are you crazy? None of, none of the people that are shooting people are watching your stupid news conference. You idiot. What, what have you done? It's just like the liberal media. What have they done to bring attention to what is happening to the children that are being killed on a daily basis, especially on the weekends? And instead, you're worried about masks. You're worried about Trump's rallies. 
you're worried about that he uh, has this fantastic speech that he gives at Mount Rushmore, it, 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 that somehow these, these, these carve outs of uh, these presidents and, uh, you know, is, is, is racist. And, and, and they're white supremacists or whatever it is that you were trying. All that is way more important for you to report on a daily basis and to be pissed off about and say that Donald Trump is a white supremacist because he was there. Something about the Indians, what the Indians didn't care. I think one tribe actually slaughtered another tribe to take over that land. No, oh, don't care about that. <laughs> uh oh, no. Columbus came over and because of him, now we took this, this, this land. Well, that's been happening since the existence of the world. Every, every, every German, every uh, African, every has taken over somebody else's land. Some tribe has taken over somebody else's land. So the Mayans probably took something from the Aztecs. I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's been all of our. We've always taken land. That's just what it is. And so we're pulling down Columbus. All of it is our history. This is it's maybe flawed. It may have problems, but this is our history. You nimwits. And you're so worried about, you're busy reporting on whether we should be wearing, who didn't know, number one, who didn't know, we all knew. I even said it in one of my broadcasts. I said, listen, what's going to happen is we're going to all go back out into the world. We're all going to start to congregate. And I don't want you to get all crazy. And I'm not a doctor. I'm just Andy here in uh, California. I'm just the Andy guy. And I said, listen, when we go back out, a lot more people are going to get it. <laughs> and then there's going to be more testing. And it's going to show that a lot more people have it. So if we have eight people out, we're going to get it. And we have more testing where we have it. What did you think was going to happen? We can't stay in our house, you, you morons. All of you as morons. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And so you're, you're going to say that that's way more important when only I only found one five-year-old child that died from COVID-19. There, there may be more. Listen. I tried. I looked again. That's what I was saying. I researched. I, I looked on the CDC. I looked over how many children have died from COVID-19 that we've kept them out of school, right? We kept them all out of school. Oh, thank God. We did all this stuff. But how many children have actually died? I think the first time you start to get any number of deaths, it's when they're in their late 20s or early 30s and you start to have a couple of deaths. I found one five-year-old. What did that five, I couldn't find out what that five-year-old had going on in his life that made him more compromised, his system more compromised. I don't know. It's possible that he had a compromised system. But I only found one, I do research on Google. You do a Google search. And now if you find more, let me know. I need to know how many there are. I, I, I personally found one back in May. One child, five years old, died of COVID-19. Yet 20, 30, 40 children from months old, two months old, I think is the youngest I found, into the mid-20s, have died from gunshot wounds. And how many have died from stabbings? How many have died by having their heads beaten with a brick? Because those don't go down to shootings, right? We're only talking about shootings. As a police officer, I didn't just go to homicides involved with guns. As a matter of fact, let me think about this. I went to a couple of homicides with guns. Obviously, I had some guy shoot himself while I was talking to him. Um, but I had I had a large number of people that were stabbed to death. I had a few people that were may have been shot, but then also burned to death. Uh, I had a baby that was in a car that the mother lit the car on fire, and so that and she killed her baby by lighting her car on fire because she the baby was interfering with her relationship with her new boyfriend. Um, I had a guy pushed in front of a train right there on Broadway. 
uh, early in the morning. I was trying to get off shift and some guy pushed another guy in front of the train. He died. So those are all other murders that are happening. I'm sure though, I'm sure none of those things are happening in Chicago. <laughs> none of those things are happening in New York, right? We're just talking about shootings. How many people in their month that are months old to in their early twenties are being killed in these horribly run cities by Democrats? Now, are there people dying in Republican cities? Absolutely, but not near the numbers that they are in. I'll go through them again. Baltimore, New York, Atlanta, uh, Minneapolis, Chicago, San Francisco, Los Angeles, uh, Seattle, Oregon, right? All these cities. I, there's 20 of them. There's one little Republican, uh, Jacksonville, Florida, right? They, they have, they're, they're in there in the top 20 of murders. But we're just talking about shootings. How many other people are being stabbed and hit with a, a, a two by four in a rock and uh, however, a broken bottle sliced them underneath the throat? How many of those people are dying? How many are dying in the early teens and not even that and we're sitting here worried about who's wearing a mask and that we didn't know oh I, suddenly everybody goes out and they get catch it yes we knew people were going to catch it <laughs> we knew but the deaths are still going down we're taking care of the old folks now other than cuomo you know who knows what cuomo's doing he's killed thousands of people but nobody really cares about that either nobody puts that oh he's such a great governor yeah he's killed thousands of people he killed them, absolutely killed them. Nobody, nobody reports on that either. So you got Cuomo who kills thousands of people. You got the rest of the the, the, the country in cities where Democrats run, and there the, and hundreds of people are being shot and murdered through other means other than a gun. And yet we're still and we're still worried about whether you're wearing a mask or not. That's that's the biggest story. That's the biggest story. Defunding the police, dismantling police, um, calling police racist, that they're horrible people, that we're prosecuting them for doing their job, that you're firing them because they looked at somebody funny, because they use force on somebody, they're getting fired. What do you want them to do? And I, and I want to protect them before I, I get off of this, because this is really the, the, the gist of the whole thing, that, that law enforcement is, always has been the line, Right? between good and evil always has been. I mean, it's always, well, yeah, always, as long as there's been police, right? The police, you have your military, granted military, love military. They, they are fan. They, they keep us free, but that the police in our cities, while we're sleeping at night, as I was a cop for 21 years, I felt, and I knew that it was me between good and evil. That's not giving anything too big. It, it really is. It is the line between good and evil. Again, not being hyperbolic. I'm, this is the, that's why we have police. And now you've weakened that line. That line was thin as it was, always been thin, always been struggling to be funded, always struggling to hire enough cops, always struggling to have enough cops to go through the academy so that by the time they graduated and made it through the FTO program and actually hit the street that there would be somebody out there. Always though, we've always been short. We've been short of equipment. We've been short of funding. We've been short. And now you're taking millions and billions of dollars out of law enforcement. And nobody cares that crime is now peaking. And it's not going to stop. More people are going to die. More children are going to die. The pandemic is not COVID-19. The pandemic is crime. The pandemic has been created by the Democratic Party, the liberals in our country. That is the pandemic. It's killing more children. More people are getting injured and paralyzed. 
than COVID-19. Now, I feel really bad for the senior citizens that are dying, but that's who it's affecting. That's who it's affecting. We need to protect them. Don't let Cuomo be in charge. Don't let Cuomo, don't let Cuomo be in charge of nursing homes. Leave him, get him away from nursing homes, right? And we'll be fine on the COVID-19. Because people are getting sick, just means they're getting sick, but they're recovering. Oh, but they can't taste for months. Okay. But they're not dying from a gunshot wound. A two-month-old isn't getting shot while driving in their car. A seven-year-old isn't getting shot on 4th of July standing in front of her grandmother's house because of COVID-19. It's because of the lack of, of policing, support for the police, funding for the police, caring for the black communities, caring for the, the, the poor communities. And then we can go all the way back to education. We can go all the way back to fatherlessness. We can go all the way back to drugs. You're so focused on whether the president's wearing a mask and if he's given a rally in front of Mount Rushmore, but, but yet you care nothing about the pandemic of the people being poisoned by bullets in their head and in their chest that are children. And what about the adults? We can't just, what, you discount them because they're adults? No, I don't. But it really is important to understand that children are dying during that pandemic, which is way more serious than anything else. That, that pandemic will destroy our country. That pandemic is destroying cities. Companies are leaving, businesses are leaving. Who wants to put a business in downtown New York where, where they used to have all their, who wants to put their business there now? They're moving out. Who wants to put a business down in, in Minneapolis, Minnesota? Who wants to put a, a business in Seattle, Washington? Knowing that you have a mayor will not protect you. They will allow people to take over a street that your company's on, your business is on, and could care less that they're burglarizing your place and looting you. And the police will not respond because the mayor tells them not to. Who wants to put, I would never, I've owned businesses. I've owned five different businesses. Do you think I'm going to put my business in Seattle, Washington? Absolutely not. Do you think I'm going to put it in Detroit? Do you think I'm going to put it in Chicago, New York? Absolutely not. Why would I do that? That would be stupid. Because my children may want to visit me at work one of these days. They're going to get shot or killed. They're going to get mugged. That's when they decide to loot. That's when they decide to throw a Molotov cocktail. Oh, Andy, you're being ridiculous. No, I'm not being ridiculous. you got to see what's going on. Are you crazy? They took a billion dollars from the New York Police Department. A billion dollars. All that. They're just switching money around. Not a big deal. Yeah, but they disbanded a 600 undercover officer team who was keeping a lid on all the shootings that were happening in New York. A, not a great lid because they were also not having all the funds and they were releasing uh, the prisoners in New York before they were done with their sentences. All that was still happening, right? Uh, but they, but, but that since they def, uh, uh, dismantled that, that group of undercover officers, it has been chaos in New York. I got my friend Val on here and Val just wrote, I wish I could share. I wish I could share your post, Val. It was a great post. And Albania, I think she said she came from. Because one thing Americans, and this is one thing that the pastors said on Sunday, is that we've, we've become too used to being Americans. We've become soft. We've, be, we've become um, um, complacent in our freedom. We've become... Um, it's, it's normal. It's like, this is what... That we don't know what it's like to live in a communist country. We don't know what it's like to live in a socialist country. We don't know what it's like to not have food, to have to walk 
And I tell this to my children all the time. I mean, our church goes to India, the church that this church that I go to here in Yorba Linda, they go to India and the children have to walk a great distance to get water and get food. Like we don't know that here. We pee in water and flush it down the toilet. We crap in water and flush down the toilet. Children in other countries have to hike to go get water so they have some water to drink. And yet we crap in our water and flush it down. And the, these children that are destroying our country and pulling down the statues and, 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 and looting and destroying police cars and catching them on fire and calling police mother effers and, and, and spitting in their face. And they've never had to hike anywhere, right? They just go to McDonald's and get their food. They go to the refrigerator and get their food. They don't, don't know what it's like. But I got Val here who wrote a great, thank you, Val. Uh, my family is from Kosovo and Albania. I'm a first generation American. And the what she her post I uh, just gave me the chills just thinking about it. I wish you could see the chills on my arm, but her post was amazing. Um, uh, if it targets on the backs of police, you know, thank you. But she knows, she knows, first generation. She knows that that history of having to live under a, a regime that is dangerous, like our liberals are dangerous, our Democrats are dangerous to this country and destroying our country. They are dangerous. I don't know what to tell you. You're ignoring it. Don runs from it, right? Don, is that his name? Shit, I forgot his name. Shoot, I mean, sorry. <laughs> What's his name? I gotta scroll up. What was his name? Somebody help me. Sorry, I got so many comments. Yeah, Don. So Don, Don Johnson. Oh, John Jordan. John Jordan. Don Jordan. <laughs> Don Jordan uh, runs away. Right. He doesn't want, and this is the thing. Uh, oh, I started to tell you at 4th of July, I was at a friend's house. I never think I, I don't think I finished the story. And Val, uh, I wish Val was there because she could have helped me with this particular thing. But I was sitting there. I was trying to mind my own business, right? Trying to be silent, a good conservative, right? There's this discussion going on how horrible Donald Trump is, how horrible America is. That's what I was hearing as I was sitting there. And we're celebrating 4th of July, by the way. <laughs> we're wearing American flag. She had a, a red, white, and blue bikini on, right? red white and blue bikini on and um she said they're eating her food and my son was there my 14 year old son was sitting there with me and he's like looking at me because she's like just bad now like he's just he's a racist and he's uh my son was just here i wish he was still here i could ask him all the stuff she was saying and i was just sitting there you know just like this is i'm, I'm at a friend's house and she's friends with the homeowner that i'm at and i you know like all of us right we try to bite our tongue we try to be uh kind and uh and not make any waves at somebody else's house but uh, finally, my friend said something and I go, okay, I feel like now I can say, because he's saying, he's trying to say what I would say, but I, I just happened to do some research on what she was talking about. And um, the first thing I said was, well, tell me what you're saying right now, what you're saying right now. I can't remember exactly what it was. I said, tell me when he said that. Well, I don't know when he said it. No, no, no. You, you were convinced just now. And this is what I said. My son was like, look, dad. Like his eyes like, oh, I can't believe you're talking right now. And I said, no, you just said that he's horrible because he said this thing. When did he say that? Well, I don't know, but he said it. Well, when? Like, did he say it before he was president? Did he say after he's president? Did he say it just the other day? Did he say it in a speech? I don't know. Well, I just heard that he said, it. oh, you just heard that he said it. <laughs> oh, I thought you said just a minute ago, you said you heard him say, well, I misspoke. I heard that he said it. Oh, okay. Well, how about if I tell you this? He never said that. Well, what do you mean? He says things all the time. Okay. Now, now you're saying, now you're changing your tune. 
I'm telling you right now that what you just stated, he never said. It's it's never been uttered from his lips ever. Because I've researched it, I've looked for it, uh, I watch him speak all the time. I've I've never heard him say it, and I've done research and never seen any videos where he said that thing. And I wish I could remember what it was, but it was one of, it had something that had to do with racism or something like that. And uh, just well, he says other things. Okay, what are the other things? Well, I don't know. He says all kinds of things. Okay, tell tell me one more thing. And this went on, right? I did, but that's the point. That is my point. Well, I'm not. You're being argumentative. No, I'm not being argumentative. I want to know what it is that you know personally about Donald Trump. I want to know what it is that you personally don't like about him. What it is that he said that you heard him say. Well, I don't know. He just says all kinds of stuff. Well, really, is that the reason to hate a president who's done more for the United States of America than any other president? Really, literally. You can bring up a list in three and a half years. Now, you may find other presidents that did stuff in eight years, maybe that would come close, maybe Reagan. I mean, you can't do, you can't do what Lincoln did, right? He freed the slaves, right? That, that's hard to beat. <laughs> but Donald Trump has been some, done some pretty amazing things for the black community that never get reported on, that people ignore, that when you say it, they roll their eyes. Well, why do you roll your eyes? That, that's significant. That's way more than Barack Obama did. He was a black president. He had eight years to do what Donald Trump did in three years. As a matter of fact, he did most of those things in his first year. <laughs> Not even talking about that. Right? And so as I'm talking to this person, and I, and I know this took a little bit of turn, but it's still on the same subject matter, that as I'm talking to this person, they finally just kind of stopped. Like this went, well, I don't know what to say. And they kind of like went, oh, okay. Like, you don't, I don't, you don't know whether you soften them up to understand that I don't know where you're getting this information. Right? You're just listening to the wrong thing. Because every time you say, I can tell you, I can give you a fact and I can support my position. It's just not me saying it. It's not being this guy that loves Trump. I mean, Trump says some things that upset me. Like, dude, why'd you say that? But it doesn't mean that he's a horrible president. Again, what did he do as a president? And these people that think, well, these other countries hate us. I, I do, they hate us because they pay us now. You want, you want other countries to like us at our expense is what you're trying to say. Right, you're saying you want Russia to like us because for what reason? <laughs> well, they hate us now. Yeah, because he has sanctions on them. Sanctions don't work, really. Okay. Well, what else? What else you want us? Do you want us to go bomb them? No, no, we don't want you to bomb them. Well, why not? What else do you? What else do we have? <laughs> what else? What else do we have? Well, we can we can we can also stop sending them goods. We can also, uh, you know, push uh, their diplomats out of our country, which we've done, right? Well, what else do you want? What, then what's left is bombing them. That's what's left. What about China? Oh, he's, he loves China. Okay, now listen. I've heard <laughs> that he's racist against China. And then in the same breath, I heard that he loves China. That you can't be both. Right? You, can't, you can't be racist against them and hate China and be bad for hating China. And then in the next breath, you know, say, you know, he loves China. <laughs> what? What the hell are you talking about? So there's this craziness that goes on and you can sit there and argue, and I try not to argue with you. I just try to say, okay, I, I, I want you to tell me what it is you know, what it is that, what it is that you actually hate. What is it that he said? What is it that he did? Well, he did these things. Like, what did he do? Well, he did this thing. No, he didn't do that. As a matter of fact, what he did is did this. And I'll show you. I will Google it on my phone and show you. Uh, and so it's a really interesting dynamic that occurs when you do speak up. And, and again, uh, I would just, it's, it's not that hard. 
Because what they usually do, just so you know, if you're if you're thinking about doing this, what ends up happening most often, not the other day with this particular woman, but uh, in most often it happens with like Don. Well, I'm 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 canceling you. Bye. Or you're an asshole, or you're a mother effer, or whatever. That's the only thing they got. There's there's never. Well, there's this. No, they never have that. They, you you if you give them facts, they have nothing to come back with. But call you a name and say you're racist. I'm going to show you one more thing. All right, and I save this for the last because. Uh, uh, because if you're still on, um, I would suggest to you now that you may want to get off because uh, I'm going to warn you that the next thing I'll show you is very graphic. You don't see any blood, but you do see somebody get shot and they end up dying. And then you see a six-year-old alongside of them running off. And I feel like I have to show this because I want you to see, right? We've seen the knee on uh, George Floyd's neck, right? Over and over again. How many times have we seen that? Where they, and horrible, right? George Floyd should not have died on that day at the hands of that officer. That officer is going to be convicted um, of manslaughter, murder of something, right? He's not going to get away with it. And possibly the other guys who are there will probably get convicted of something. They for sure will not be cops again, right? And so this, this idea that nothing happens to cop when they do wrong is totally BS, baloney, that things do happen to cops when they do things wrong. It happens, we, they, things happen to them all the time. Right. But this next thing I'm going to show you, I just want to show you a bit uh, because it's important that you see what it's like for average citizens. This isn't a cop. This isn't uh, uh, this isn't a, a Democrat. It's not a Republican. I don't know what he is. Right. He, this man is walking with a six year old daughter on the crosswalk of New York in Brooklyn just the other day. I don't know what day it is, but it's like yesterday or the day before yesterday. He, he, he and his daughter holding hands, walking in a crosswalk. And you got to see, this is what's happening. This is where they live. This is a democratic run city. And this is what's happening. All right. So I'm going to share my screen here. Hold on. <clears throat> I'm going to get the sound. I don't, I don't think there's any sound. Hold on, let me get it set up here. And again, I got to warn you, if you, if you cover your eyes or don't watch um, as I, as I play this, there we go. All right. All right, so what's going to happen is uh, you're going to see the man on the right-hand corner. He's going to be walking across the street with holding his daughter's hand and watch what happens. So it's happening. You can't walk down the street holding hands with your with your kid. And nobody cares. I'm sure you didn't. I don't I don't watch CNN, MSNBC or any of those channels, but I'm sure you did not see that on their news. I'm sure you didn't see it on CBS, NBC, ABC. If, you, if, if, if they showed it, then I'm shocked. They may have showed it for a second, but nobody talked about it. Nobody said, hey, what's going on in these cities? Nobody said, what happened to that six year old? The six year old ran off scared, changed her life instantly. Walking, holding her dad's hand, he gets shot and killed. She runs off and doesn't know where to go. After her, her dad gets shot and killed, what is that going to do to her? That's the, you just saw the pandemic. That you can see, right? We talk about the, the, the hidden enemy, the invisible enemy, whatever, whatever you want to enemy, whatever you want to call it. That is, that's, that, is, that is in broad daylight. That is there for you to see. That is happening today. That is happening in Chicago, in Baltimore, in Atlanta, 
in New York, in Seattle, in Oregon, Los Angeles, San Francisco. Not just to children, but to adults. The guy's walking, holding hands with his daughter. More children, more young people are being killed by that pandemic than COVID-19. I know all of you. You got to wear your mask. You're at church. We were at church yesterday. A thousand people, 2,000 people. I don't know how, how many people. Three different services, thousands of people singing in spite of Governor Newsom telling it's against the law for us to sing. We Even I sing. And I didn't, I didn't sing. And I don't sing. <laughs> I don't sing. But I sing because I want. Come and arrest me. Come and arrest me. I, well, you're going to get people. How dare you? You're a jerk for not wearing a mask. How about that guy that shot that man is a jerk? How about the mayor not doing shit, de Blasio there in New York, defunding his law enforcement, taking 600 undercover officers whose job is to keep a lid on all the shootings. How about taking that, dis dismantling that organization of his, or of, of his police department? Now that's bullshit. He's an asshole. That pandemic is real. We can see it. That's not hidden. And yet, they're way more concerned about Bubba Wallace and, and the, 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 the president's tweet. That's way more important to spend an hour asking uh, Kaylee about that over and over again. Five, six, seven times the same stupid effing question. And nobody said, hey, wh what's the president want to do? What has he done to offer help uh, to Chicago? Well, he has offered help. He suggested that we can come down and help out whatever it is you need, right? He'll do it. I know he'll do it. He'll send whatever Lightfoot, I can't even say, I hate saying her name, the mayor of Chicago. What an idiot, right? She's purposefully, purposefully, purposefully ignoring the president. Right? She doesn't care about the people that live in her city. What? Can you say that? Yeah, I just said that. He's offered to send federal help. Whatever that would be. I don't care what it is. I don't care if he sends the Marines. At this point, do you think that the Marines would be better there on that cross rock protect, protecting that street than what they have now? No, you can't militarize. What are you going to do? You had a two-month-old killed the other day. Shot in the head. In the car. Because the mom went through what it was like some barrier that Black Lives Matter said you can't cross. Black Lives Matter put up a barrier, not the police. She went around it and they shot and killed her, uh, uh, whatever, a two month old or a year old child. And Lightfoot and uh, Dimwit in Seattle and, uh, you know, Moron de Blasio in New York and Cuomo in New York and Minneapolis and Atlanta, the, the chicken Atlanta. And then he's offering, he said, I, I want to give you help. Tell, tell, tell us how we can help. We'll send troops. We'll send FBI. We'll send National Guard. We'll send whatever it is. Let's, let's stop the violence. They have to ask. That is the way that our Constitution is written. They have... And they just ignore him. Because they don't want to see when he does come in here, it's going to stop. Not completely, but a large a large bunch of it, it'll, it'll re be greatly reduced. If we could cut it in half, wouldn't that be good? If we could cut it by a quarter, would that not be better than what's happening now? 
you know, I hate to say, I hate the saying, but there's always that saying that, well, if I could just help one person, if I, well, how about if we just help one person? What if it would have been that guy with his daughter? What if we could have helped him by having a, a, a Marine or a, a National Guardsman or an FBI, you know, special weapons person there in that part of the city? What if they would have been there? He'd be walking back across that sidewalk with a 60, with a 60 year old. Why do I get freaking emotional? He could, have, he could have been walking back with her home. But they, there's, they, <laughs> I, want, I want to cuss. I, I, like, what the? That's what I'm saying. Listen, I will send the best of the best into your city and let's get some stuff done. We'll work together. Come on. We'll stage at the, at the, at the convention center. We'll, we'll then go out, especially on a Friday, Saturday night when most of the shootings are occurring. And let's get these weapons off the street. Let's get these people off the street. Let's put them back in jail. Cut off their ankle uh, monitors and put them back in a prison cell. You can do it very quickly. I know he says that too. I'm not copying him, but he could. He, he's, he did it with the COVID-19. He sent ships to these cities that need them. Uh, Cuomo said, hey, I need a ship. He sent a ship. Newsom said, I need a ship. He sent a ship. We need doctors. I'll send you doctors. Oh, William, don't get me started with sex trafficking. <laughs> You're sending me down a whole nother road. Maybe someday. That is really complicated. I'm not well versed in that. I was in sex crimes detective. I know I probably should know more about it, but there's so much right now and there's so much going on with these people. Uh, and again, uh, you know, I think there's a little bit also I have a, I have an aversion to going back into that world. That world would change my life. I think it caused me a lot of anxiety and uh, depression uh, when I was in the sex crimes unit. Oh, sorry about that. Um, and uh, I think I have an aversion from going back there. And I think that's one of the reasons why I don't do much on it. So I'm sorry. Uh, it might. It is important. It's coming up a lot. A lot of people are asking me about it. Uh, I think I just have, I think I just avoid it a lot. And I appreciate William, your, your comment. I'm not saying I don't like your comment, uh, but yes, I, I, I'm aware of it. I'm watching it. I just, uh, man, it took a toll. Uh, the, 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 the child abuse and child molestations that I was involved in, <clears throat> the rapes I was involved in, the rapes that I was involved in that were not rapes and dealing with those women who claim rapes and it really wasn't a rape, dealing with that and trying to fill the, you know, trying to, you know, know what the difference was between one and the other and knowing when they were lying, trying to figure all that out. It's a crazy, crazy world. That whole world is crazy uh, uh, and, um, and difficult. So um, I may, I may, but it's hard and I'm, I'm not sure if I want to go back there. Uh, the CBD and all that stuff really helped to get rid of most of that stuff. And, and here I am uh, thinking about getting myself back into an, an anxious little thing there. And I'm, I'm thinking about not doing it. Giuliani. Yeah. Giuliani would be fantastic back in New York. Um, and uh, it's just broken windows. It, 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 people oh, broken windows with racist. No, it wasn't. It, it, it became racist. Not when Giuliani was doing it. I, I believe who was the next one after Giuliano Giuliani. What's the guy? He ran for president. Somebody knows his name. Uh, what's that guy's name? Thank you, Carol. God bless you. Carol and I go way back to Anaheim police department. She was there. We were both kids back in. 
Who's the guy who ran for president who uh, took over after Giuliani or maybe another after Giuliani? Anyway, the way he was doing it became racist, where they were just stopping and, and beating people, from what I understand. Um, you need to first have a reason, right? something, right? They jumped a turnstile, spray painting, they threw a rock through a window, right? Then you stop them, then you frisk them, and then you take them to jail, right? He was just stopping and frisking him. <laughs> really not a good idea. That's really not uh, the best thing to do uh, when you're uh, stopping people and violating their rights. When you begin to violate their rights, then you now you're getting into the, the racist thing. Um, and so, yeah, we were kids. We were. Gosh darn it. I know it doesn't seem like it, but yeah, we were, we were darn kids. Bloomberg, thank you. Yes, that idiot. Another idiot. He, it was not. He was not bad for New York because he kept up the the broken windows stuff and the the stop and frisk is what uh, another you know aspect of it. But stop and frisk, you needed stop, you needed crime or potential crime, then stop, then frisk, not just stop and frisk. <laughs> when you go to when you go to just stop and frisk, you're going to start running into problems and you're going to look like you're a racist and then they're going to you know a lot of bad things are going to happen. But you have to start with some aspect of a crime. I know police work is not that hard. It actually is pretty easy if you just follow the basic rules. Right, Chuck? I see Chuck still on here. He's been watching. Thank you, Chuck. I appreciate it. All right, my friends. I hope that this all made sense. It's just that we were talking about this pandemic. We're talking about all this stuff. Children aren't dying, right? We got old people dying. I'm sorry that the old people are dying. We understand why they're dying because they're old. They got stuff going on and we got to take care of them for sure. We got some people that have COVID-19. They're asymptomatic. They're all this stuff. It's really, you know, it's 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 not good. You don't want to catch it. I'm t I know you don't want to catch it. I know that it can make you really sick. I know that. But it's no, it's 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 what it, it's 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 just there. It's going to be there. It's going to go up as we go back to work and do a bunch of stuff. But the thing that's really happening is our children are dying from gunshots. That is actually happening, and that nobody seems to care about. Nobody's worried about that. Nobody cares. The Democrats, the, the, the liberals, nobody freaking cares. No big deal. All right, my friends, I appreciate you watching. Uh, again, my views have gone way down. And it's not like I just people stop liking me necessarily because I think I have more comments than I've ever had before. I have more uh, emotions than everybody. So I know that people are watching are very into it. And I know that people are watching in other countries because I get messages. But to go from 15,000 views to 200 views, uh, I'm being throttled. Uh, just a bit, just so you know. So if you could share uh, and uh, do what you can to get the word out, I would appreciate that very much. I will turn it into a podcast. I'm going to take all the recordings and put them into a podcast. I have other podcasts I probably have to pull down, but I'll, I'll put these up as podcasts and see if I can get some more reach out there. Uh, but I appreciate you guys very much. You guys are awesome. Thank you very much for watching. And uh, if you ever have any questions or anything, I get so many uh, uh, great messages for people. I appreciate all the messages too, by the way. I may not get back to all you. I understand that I read all the messages. I just sometimes don't get back uh, to all the messages. All right. Thanks. I'll talk to you later. Take care. Have a great, great night. Bye.